Greetings, everyone, and welcome to this week's Midweek War! I, of course, am Mad Mike, and we are here to talk Ring of Honor, the first show since the 14th anniversary pay-per-view. With me, as always, is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? I am here, I am live, and I am ready to talk about Ring of Honor Wrestling this week. All right. Uh, before we get into this week's show, Eamon, did you see the pay-per-view? I did see the pay-per-view. I watched it live. So uh, did I. I didn't watch it live, but I watched it the day after. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I, we won't get into it too much, probably, but I enjoyed it. Good pay-per-view. Um, good matches. Um, yeah. I well, thought that main event was killer. Main event was really good. Uh, I would also, if you want specific things to seek out, that six-man tag for the never six-man titles mm-hmm. was awesome. Um, there's good stuff in there as well. I mean, good stuff pretty much all around. Um, yeah, I thought it was a generally good pay-per-view. I could have done without the... Um, it was a long pay-per-view. It was a very long... I could have done without the... Oh, balls. I can't think of his name. The Decade Destroyed match. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I could, I could have done without that. It wasn't too bad, but it was, it was much better than I expected. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I like the ending of it, but I, I don't know. It just, it didn't thrill me. Uh, all right, but let's get into this week's show. Uh, as you know, it's already been taped, so this doesn't have much bearing on the 14th anniversary. Which, which, in in fairness, I'll I'll, I'll go into it later. But I think they did well, at, well at absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I was a little worried, and I will explain why I was no longer worried. Uh, so, Amy, what was your word this week? Uh, my word for this week uh, is prospects. Okay. Uh, my word was surprising. Mm. Surprising. I'll get into that. Uh, Amy, what was your good this week? Uh, going to my, uh, my word, uh, my best for this week was the uh, top prospects tournament matches. Specifically, uh, the Leo Rush Punisher Martinez match, which I really, really enjoyed. Um, I thought uh, Brian Ferry and Actual Ortiz was good as well. Um, but yeah, there's something about that match I just really loved. I thought the dynamic was great, especially big man, small man sort of thing. Like, just the, the I loved their their stare off in the beginning to like compare like how small Leo Rush was compared to him. Um, I thought it was really great. I thought it did a great job of getting both men over. Um, yeah, and I'm very excited for the finals of that of that tournament. Um, Is it wrong? I kind of wish the other two guys won. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's what the case. I for. say that a lot about this tournament. It's not the it's not that the guys who won are bad. I find myself more invested in the other, like Action Ortiz. Did a Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> He he literally ran towards the top rope and leapt over. Now, for those of you that that doesn't sound impressive, Action Ortiz is a larger human being than I am, <laughs> and he did this no ropes. Not even the Usos can do that shit without holding on to the ropes. <laughs> he he impressed me more in this match than I think in his previous match. Um, yeah, and I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, I like that they're doing with Brian Fury of him cheating to win all his matches. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really good. Um, yeah, I just, yeah. And, and, uh, as much as I think I said, my only critique with Leo Rush isn't even anything on him, but the fact that there's so many people like him right now in ring of honor, 
Uh, I still think he's super talented. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's been a pretty good tournament so far. Uh, who do you think is going to win since we got the finals next week? Um, I want to say Leo Rush. Like my instinct is to say Leo Rush. Um, but I, I, there's a hope in my mind. I really like what Brian Fury's been doing, and uh, the story that they've been playing, and the fact that he trained last year's winner Donovan Dijak. He was close friends with the winner from two years ago, Hanson. Mm-hmm. Like he has, you know, stake, I guess, in this tournament, so to speak. So who knows? Yeah, I'm actually gonna go Brian Fury for those reasons that you mentioned. Um, I honestly, Leo Rush, he's very talented. I have not been invested in the matches that he's had so far. Mm-hmm. Brian Fury, I I always gravitate a little bit more towards heels because they're a little bit easier to get to know during a match because you can, you get to see what kind of heel they are. Yeah. If they're a smart heel, if they're a chicken shit heel, if they're a beat the fuck out of you heel, like you get to see what kind of character they are a little bit more. And I I think he's gonna win. I, I think he's gonna win by hook or by crook and I'm excited for it. Um, my good this week is the main event. Mm. Uh, Seidel versus Adam Cole, baby. Uh, it was a great match. I knew it would be a good match, but here, here's why it's my good. I was getting ready to uh, head out today, and I was like, oh, okay, this match isn't that long. I'll just watch it. Adam Cole win. Bullshit, 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 whatever. It'll be fine. And I was sitting there, and then all of a sudden, Matt Seidel won with the shooting star press. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, all right. That, it, it, it surprised me. It took me aback. I'm like, okay, all right. The, the, because as you guys know, with Ring of Honor, sometimes I get a little frustrated when they don't have storyline-driven shows or shows that follow up with the pay-per-views. And if Adam Cole had just won, I would have been very soured on the ending. Mm-hmm. But Matt Seidel winning is it was fresh, it was new, it was different. I liked it. Yeah. And I believe from what they've announced so far, and I, I th- I'm a, f- a feeling this will eventually be on TV. I may be completely wrong on that. But uh, eventually, uh, Matt Seidel's going to be challenging for Jay Lethal's world title. Um, I'm assuming, assuming a lot of it is based off of his win here. Um, and I think that's cool. I think it's cool to do something different. Like you said, I, like you said, I think it was a good way to play off over the pay per view and give them, have them do something that kind of you know wasn't just like the oh you know we got to build out and call up and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I agree. It was surprising because I fully expected Cole to win, um, especially but, Adam Cole, who's been like almost unfuckwithable since the uh, rest of the kingdom left. Yeah, um, definitely. I, I, I'm interested to see where things go. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, Amy, what was about your bad this week? Um, my bad for this week, while I think they handled the stuff from the pay-per-view, or while I think they, I should say this, while I think they handled making it feel like a show after the pay-per-view, obviously, and not doing anything to conflict with that, so to speak, uh, I didn't like that there was no mention of what happened at the pay-per-view, like not really any like clips or, or, or anything, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not even like, Jay Lethal is still your champion, you know, something the along that. Machine Guns Reunited, you know, maybe something about that. I would have, if, I think just like maybe like a, a package that like said, that basically detailed what happened at the pay-per-view was fine. It's obviously, if, even if you didn't want to put it in stuff with commentary and stuff like that. But um, yeah, that would be my only worst. I do think they did a good job 
of making things seem separate almost in a sense. I like I think it was a smart move for them to not do anything with Silas and Dalton at the pay-per-view because it allows the whole stuff with them to kind of stand on its own here. Yeah. And also the top prospect tournament. Like it's two matches that filled the show out nicely and it's a tournament. It doesn't have to be storyline driven. Yeah. But um yeah, my bad this week is I don't want to say this the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I think I'm getting burned down in Dalton Castle. Oh no. No, I and it's not his fault. He's been on every week. Well, it's like it's like and he'll be on next week actually too. Yeah, I know. I know. Is that Christopher Daniels? Which that's going to be awesome. I love Daniels. I love Dalton. But he's he's getting used too much in the same thing. Like I remember Dalton Castle was in that five-way match where he got a big win. Didn't didn't he win that five way match that had like Jay Briscoe and all those guys in it? Oh, I think it was a four way or something. Okay, but yeah, I know yeah. it was a multi man match. I know Dalton got a big win, and they didn't do anything with that. Like he is stagnated. I think I, that's a, that's a better term for it. Not, I, I, not burned out. He is stagnant. I I think he's stagnated when it comes to the television. I don't think he's stagnated by fans necessarily because the crowd still loves him and, and he's obviously, you know. But I do agree. Like, and, and it goes back to some stuff I've said about Ring of Honor in the past is that they they have a real bad problem where, like, the same guys get featured every week. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nothing – again, Dalton's amazing, um, but he gets featured every week. So guys like BJ Whitmer and stuff like that and, you know. I want to see more Cedric Alexander. Yeah, and it feels like we because it feels like we haven't seen Cedric in forever. Like, and and when was the last time we saw Moose? Um, yeah, exactly. Like, like Moose was at, at the pay per view, but the last time we saw Moose was when he was in that triple threat with Elgin and and Briscoe. Yeah, I mean, there are other guys you can put on this show. Like, you only have one hour of week of TV. Don't waste it on the same guys every week. Yeah, and I I, I agree. I just something about. And it's not. It's like even if they aren't like wrestling every week, they're in a segment or something every week. And it's like you don't really need that. Yeah. Like I, especially when it doesn't advance stuff, because this week's match with the boys versus the Bruiser and Silas, not not the greatest match in the world. A little bit sloppy at times. I, but, I actually, but it didn't, it didn't I push anything. Uh yes. I mean, I think it kind of did. Uh, I honestly, I overall liked the the opener. I thought it was I, I I know some of the parts where were kind of a bit sloppy, but the parts that were good were really good. Yeah. Um, like I and I I can get Dalton kind of doing what he did and stuff like that. And um, oh, well, I I actually really liked Dalton attacking at the beginning of the match because yeah. then it explained away why he wouldn't come out during the match. Yeah, that was great. More companies need to do stuff like that. That was fantastic. I also really loved him uh, yelling right as he left, make me proud, boys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Dalton's great. I just feel like he's being showcased a little too much, and it's exposing the flaws in the company, and those yeah. flaws being storytelling. Because I think that's... He, yeah, he's not moving forward. That's the bigger issue. And there's other guys... There's a lot... I mean, there's... Again, we had how many matches on the pay-per-view? Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, why Dalton Castle hasn't gotten any kind of title shot 
is beyond me right now. Yeah. Like a TV title shot or the boys getting a tag title shot or something. He's never been featured prominently in anything related to Golden Ring of Honor. And I think right. that's a shame. I think I really think the title shot he needs he needs a title shot of uh coming sooner than later. Uh hopefully if it's a TV title shot, one, a match with Ishii would be amazing. Two, oh my god, I'm scared for if for Dalton against Ishii. Uh-huh. I'm scared for the boys against Ishii. <laughs> <laughs> let's, oh, let's be real about that. Um, but yeah, I, I agree though. Okay, uh, so Eamon, what will be your change this week? Um, yeah, uh, just do like a quick promo, like it, just like a minute promo package of just like highlights of the important stuff that happened with who retained their belts at the pay per view, um, the machine guns reuniting. Um, trying to think of anything else that Cause, happened because I mean it. If you've only watched Ring of Honor TV, you still don't know who the TV champ is. You assume it's Roderick Strong. That's a very good point. They never even mentioned like that, oh, fans, since our last week's show, a lot of things have been crazy happening with the TV title. Like, Ishii beat Roderick Strong, and then he went on to a triple threat match and beat Roddy and Bobby Fish. Like, if you just watch the TV and don't watch the paper, you, you don't know who the champion is. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of with you on that. Like, I this show was better than most uh, when it comes to their post pay per view stuff because the Dalton and the boys already had like a built in story going on. That was yeah. fine; it was able to carry over. And the finish for Cole and Seidel was exciting, and the prospect tournament is what it is. But I'm a little concerned for next week. Yeah, I think next week will be – particularly because we know we have Daniels and if anything plays off of what we saw in the pay-per-view, you know what I mean, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, are they showing any of Honor Rising? Because that is going to really grind my gears. I don't think the they will. I don't think they will. Okay. I'm assuming those will just be DVD releases or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that because, like, I, I don't know if they've had any TV taping since then and – have stuff in the can, but uh, we'll see, I guess. All right, so, uh, yeah, that would be my change, too. Just reference the paper. It was your 14th anniversary. You'd think you'd want to talk about it. Oh, and also, one other change. Uh, Kevin Kelly. <laughs> this this goes out to you, brother. Um, I know that when commentaries get really comfortable with each other, they make up nicknames or they shorten their names so they're not... <laughs> So they're not saying the full name. Uh, don't call him three. Just, just don't do that. I can't wait for the tag team uh, in Ring of Honor of three and seven, and Dustin <laughs> Rhodes just comes in seven. Oh God! Uh, yeah, just just don't do that. And then they bring back Jarrell Clark, and it's three, seven, and six thirty. <laughs> Who else has a number gimmick? Uh... <laughs> Oh, and Ty Dillinger. That's naturally that's, ten. Ten. Yeah, that's the that's the king of. Oh, two. and fuck. Let's bring back Sean Waltman. Call him six. Okay, that yeah. works. Sure. We're just we're just making. And you know, Eamon, their stable is called the Numbers Game. Boom. <laughs> we king, have of, king King of Trios twenty sixteen. We have solved professional wrestling. That damn Numbers Game. That's perfect. It's really perfect. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, Eamon, where can the people of the internet find you? Oh, are we ranking? Um, oh, yes, yes. Oh, actually, before we get to the ranking, um, Antonio Garza could not be here this week, uh, so he sent us some quick notes. Um, he is ranking Ring of Honor number three this week. He said, show didn't do much for me. I hated the whole opening match and made Dalton look like a heel. Um, he said Lip Rush was his highlight, I believe. He means, um, uh, what's his name? Leo Rush. Yeah, Leo Rush. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. The, the, o, and, the o and P are really close together on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but as is common practice with Mayhem emails, we read them verbatim. <laughs> verbatim so that's on you garza um yeah i'm gonna give ring of iron number two this week actually uh it was actually a really good week of wrestling i thought for the most part uh the reason it's getting number two is because of that surprise ending Mm. that's the reason for me because they took what i expected and they flipped it and it was a great match to boot so that that's why it's number two for me this week how about you amen uh it's it's number two for me as well uh, Ring of Honor, I think, uh, did did a decent job, like I said, of making at least this feel separate. Like it didn't infringe on the pay per view and what happened. Um, and I thought the wrestling quality really carried it over into number two. Uh, mm-hmm. All of these matches were really good, and I think guys, uh, you should check them out. Yeah, absolutely. Even if you don't care about the top prospects tournament, find that Seidel versus Adam Cole match. Mm-hmm. Jesus, it was really, really good. All right, uh, so Eamon, where can the people on the internet find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Eamon Two, please. You can also check out uh, the company I'm involved with, which is Inspire Pro Wrestling, uh, InspireProWrestling.com, and uh, on Twitter at InspireProWrestling. And you can find me, of course, at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machines. Uh, you can also look for my live tweets. I don't plug this enough. I do live tweets of just about all the shows. I wasn't able to do it for Ring of Honor this week, but... Uh, Wednesday night is generally the night where I sit in front of the TV and just live tweet almost every single wrestling show we cover on the Make Week War. Uh, just look for the hashtag MM on the on the Mayhem Show feed, and you'll be able to find all of my thoughts. And I apologize if I repeat some jokes here, uh, but we also do the Wrestling Mayhem Show proper every Tuesday night around about 9 p.m. on SorgatronMedia.com where we do everything from Roadblock to Mayhem Mania, and you can see us all get really angry about politics, too, if that's your jam. Who knows? It might be. It's the, tis the season. Uh, so, yeah. So, for Eamon Peaton, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your Mid-Week Week.